0: Hi, welcome to the Python Foo Masters podcast with Master Hun. This is season one, episode 24. And today I'm going to, the title of this episode is Why Coding? Specifically, why should kids learn to code? okay first of all i want to just get all get all the dry statistics out of the way and see if i can do this quickly without boring you to death so and uh yes the source for all these statistics are from code.org so if you want to learn get to verify or learn learn more please visit code.org c o d e dot org code.org okay so so we'll start off with uh, 93 93 percent of parents want their child's school to teach computer science c s but only 35% of high schools teach it. And very few elementary schools teach coding or computer science. 75% of Americans believe computer science, CS yes, is cool in a way it wasn't 10 years ago. of the parents and 56% of teachers believe students should be required to learn computer science, CS. Half of Americans, 50% of Americans, rank CS as one of the two most important subjects of study after reading and writing. Students who learn CS in high school are six times more likely to major in it, and women are 10 times more likely. So in other words, if you if kids who don't get exposed to coding or computer science in high school or elementary school they're unlikely to major in it, major in it in college or university. That's what I that's what I take from this. According to this is this one is something that I think most most parents and non-parents, most adults don't understand, and and this does not apply just to California, but this is, I mean, most states. This is the case, but in California, definitely. In, in two, according to Code.org, in two thousand sixteen, in two thousand sixteen, listen carefully. Not one person graduated from a university in California prepared to teach CS in school. Okay? Did you get that? According to code.org in 2016, not one person graduated from a university in California prepared to teach CS in school. So obviously that means that the people who are teaching cs in private and public schools in california and of course this does not apply only to california it applies to most of the states in the us are did not graduate from university prepared to teach cs in school okay wrap wrap your wrap your mind around that right Okay, so I think from my point of view, as someone who who is uh, working on a coding slash computer science project business business idea, these are good. These are um these are really good numbers for the parents. Not so good. (laughs) These statistics are not good. And I can tell you, this is not based on Code.org, but based on on the experience that I've had and talking with the people in my industry, this coding for kids industry, both public and private. And I don't want to I don't want to say the F word, but I feel like, and again, I I guess I have to just say it is my very biased opinion but my and from i don't know everybody and of course i don't know everyone and i've not met everyone in in this coding for kids cfk industry in america so i can't say i know everybody i don't know everybody and everything but from my experience so far and from what other students and parents have told me and from my conversations with them the conclusion that the very biased opinionated conclusion i come i come to is that 90% maybe more than 90% 90% of the coding classes coding instructors coding programs specifically for kids they're fake in other words they're a complete waste of time and money some more of a waste of time and money than others but if we but if we think logically and if you are a parent who is who who is willing to shell out the bucks and to invest the time so that your kids can learn to code, my my honest opinion is I don't think you I don't really think I think you're better off not wasting your time and money. I think it's a waste. Sad to say it's a waste. And I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying I know everything. I'm the best instructor. I'm not the best instructor. I'm not, I don't know everything. And I'm not saying the project, my code fighters, quiz cards, the project that I'm working on is the best and it's the, the solution. I don't think anyone has the solution. Um, as far as I know, I can tell. And and I've been trying to weasel my way in to kind of take a peek at the Code Ninja's curriculum. It's in the cloud somewhere. It's only available at their dojo. So it's not something you can. I mean, that's not something you can't look at there. It's all the textbooks are all online now. So it's not something available. Uh, it's not available to you, to anybody who's not a Code Sensei or franchise owner. The parents are not even allowed to see what the textbook is. Only the code senseis and the code 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 ninjas senseis and the code ninjas franchise owners know what's in the curriculum. They're the only ones. But I've been trying to weasel my way in to get interviews, so maybe I could take a peek at it. But that has not I have not been able to accomplish that mission. So that's a big fail. But from what I can tell from listening from the from their executive conference calls with potential franchisees and from what's available online. And they're careful not to show you what exactly the textbook is on their social media or on the website. They talk about it, but I mean, you really don't know what it is exactly. They do tell you what the tech stack is, Scratch, JavaScript, Lua, C-sharp, okay. And you do understand you do I mean they do make it clear what their curriculum is in general in very general sense but you don't really know what the actual curriculum is specifically but as far as I can tell they are the industry standard so and I've just read that today that they are going to be trying to make their and I guess not in you a, know I don't know how many kids are going to, how many disadvantaged kids will be able to take advantage of. Of course, I have no idea, but they are going to be starting a nonprofit part of the nonprofit, a a code ninjas nonprofit to make coding for kids available to kids uh, from families who don't have the means to pay for code, code ninjas. So that's great. But I can't see how I'm pretty sure that can't be the solution for for a lot of kids in America of course I mean. so but the code ninjas program as far as I could tell from the, from I could tell in my area it's about parents are paying will be paying about roughly about $45 per hour per student so if they have one child doing it from their family, that's forty five dollars per hour per student. They have two kids, then I think they may. I think there is some kind of family discount. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. But generally, uh, if you are if you are if you are interested in your child or children doing code ninjas, you, you should you should be budgeting. That amount of money, so should be have that metric in your head $45 per hour per child in for their drop in monthly program. So, okay, so. So I'm sorry, I'm supposed to answer the question, why coding? Well, obviously, parents, I mean, this is a guess, but I believe that most parents want their kids to learn to code so that their children, child or children, will be prepared for future high-tech job, for the future high-tech job market. I think we're already there, but you know, uh, even more high-tech job market in the future, which is unfortunately, I hate to say rather it's a little bit self-defeating because the more kids that learn how to code now in the future means assuming all things are equal, that actually Salaries, annual salaries for coders in the future will, will most likely be going down, because there will be a larger pool of coders. So the, once the supply of coders increases, then obviously, the force, the market forces that are, keeping, co- annual coding s- coder salaries high, obviously will not be there. I could be wrong. Demand might increase even if demand increases even more Then obviously that my 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 prediction will my prediction will be wrong. But but and I think demand, of course, will increase in the future. But it's hard to say I can I can I can say and this is what I normally tell prospects, parents, adults. I say, as far as I can tell, in the next three to five years, the job market for coders software developers software engineers will be will be will be will be very good prospects will be very good salary annual salaries r- will will remain high and probably more than keep up with the rate of inflation so this definitely. A good investment to learn to code in the next to learn to code for the next three to five years after that I don't know I'm not, a, I'm not a I'm not a soothsayer I don't have a crystal ball so I mean that I mean and this is tell what I might and this is what I tell my students I tell them yeah I mean it's it would be uh, yeah I would be great if you do decide to become a coder to be a professional coder. I advise them that you're probably not really going to want to do it more than two to three years professionally. And then you should, you should, uh, think, uh, you should be planning to transition out of that and do something else, go on to bigger and better things. I would, I would hope either be, uh, move up in management or, have your own startup or have your own business or have your own code shop or something like that, or become a digital nomad, uh, something uh, something like that. Maybe you're a freelancer. But ultimately I have Ultimately, my goal is not is not only to teach kids how to code so that they will be able to get a good high tech, high paying tech job in the future. Of course, that's that is part of one of one of the things I'm uh, of course I would hope for for my students, but that's not the goal. Ultimately, I would like to empower. I hate to use that word empower. My students with not only coding skills, coding concepts, but also with practical tech industry knowledge so that if they choose to do so, they could become, they could begin the journey to becoming a tech star, a tech founder, tech company founder, start a business. And, and, and it's true now, more true in the future, but true now, this is the, what I believe, that all businesses today are tech companies. That's what I believe and that's what I teach. So I have much higher goals for my students. But at, the, but at also another level, Another uh, practical practical reason is that I explain, I use an analogy. I say, I tell them, any, anybody can learn how to cook. You can now, we live in a time with the internet, YouTube, you know, with YouTube, you can learn how to cook. All kinds of different styles and cuisines dishes by watching YouTube videos so it's not as hard as it used to be where you're trying to learn to cook from a book which is not easy to do actually so almost anyone can learn how to cook now but does that mean that if you open a restaurant People will be lining up to eat your food. Most likely not a few people who learn how to cook, can cook food, can, uh, prepare a meal, open a restaurant where people day after day, people will be lining up to eat their food. So. The fact that anyone can learn how to cook, and there are a lot of cooks, doesn't mean that learning how to cook has no value. Of course, it does mean there's more competition. So you better be the best, or at least have a gimmick, right? So I think the value of learning how to code, whether you're a child or an adult, is not just all about Getting a job, of course that's important. Work skills are important, of course. But it's more about, I would say, being successful, well, to generalize, being successful in life and how you can leverage technology to your advantage so that you can achieve the things you want in life. And which one of the things may be t- is to get a nice, high-paying job, which is I'm not against. <laughs> but I don't want. But I, don't want. My students or the parents of my students, or the directors, administrators that I work with, to get the idea that I only. Th- my only goal is to help these kids get a good job in the future. That's in, that's included. I'm not excluding that, but I actually have a lot higher goals for my students. Okay, thank you for listening to this episode of the Python Food Masters podcast, and I wish you all the best. And I hope to I hope you to meet you in the next episode.